0: Welcome to Thought Revolution. This is a show for leaders like you who want to learn how to lead and manage in a way that expands your impact and influence. My name is Chris Nebro and I am the founder of Impact Consultancy and I'm excited to share with you my biggest aha moments and thought-provoking concepts that are designed to free up your time, your team's capacity, and your ability to create impact in the world. Let's go. Hey, welcome to episode 25. This week, we're talking about designing your ideal week, and it's, again, a focus on personal effectiveness. So we're going to be talking about another aspect. Last week on episode 24, we talked about mindsets, and three mindsets in particular. Now we're going to move it a step further. So we're moving from mindsets into concepts and eventually into tools. So I'm going to introduce a tool today and I want to introduce a powerful concept. I think it has the potential to create a massive shift with your relationship to your time and your results. And so um, I don't think I'm understating it by saying that because it's done amazing things for me as I've adopted it, but it's also a planning tool um, and it's called your ideal week and there's a lot of different versions of it out there in the world. Um, and I know I've kind of created my own over time through many different like um, you know, uh, opportunities to be exposed to different ways of thinking, um, and and it's really what your perfect week would look like if you could control a hundred percent of what happens. And I know you can't, but that's not the point. The point here is that you have a choice in life. That's the concept that you really do, and that to live on purpose and to lead specifically on purpose, especially those of you who are out there leading teams in organizations, which I think is one of the hardest places to apply personal effectiveness in because the way the organizations are designed, you're constantly being pushed and pulled by other people's agendas. But this concept starts to give you greater place to stand around having a choice because that's all that having a choice is, is taking a stand and you have to take a stand for something. And what you're taking a stand for is yourself and what matters to you. So Here's the idea, is that you're really getting a chance to lead on purpose according to a plan that you design or that you can, you know, really um, uh, stand behind. It's either that or you're living a life that, you know, you are are engaging in by default. And I think that's really what we've been talking about here this whole time. You're either leading on purpose or leading by default. One is really about reacting to the demands of life and the other is being proactive. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I totally get it. Like, you can't control everything. It feels a lot of times like uh, things are out of our control. And if you just had the next position up, you'd have a lot more... um control to be able to delegate and call the shots but it's never really like that especially if you're in startups if you're in an energetic organization if you're in an organization who's just about reached its capacity and its max if you're in an organization that's full of folks who are super ambitious like i can give you a million different reasons why it feels like you're not going to have enough and it's okay it's not about controlling everything because life happens, but you can choose to move what matters. And that's the key here. The more you can focus on choosing to move what matters, the more power you're able to exert. And the more you can choose to move what matters in your life, the more you get to figure out how to do it with those around you. And then it's a totally different ballgame in an organization. I don't care what people say to move from personal effectiveness to organizational effectiveness, two totally different realms. Two totally different realms, same concepts, but you have to go about it differently. So we're starting with personal effectiveness, especially for those of you in the organization because there's a connection here. And so what it does is it gives you an opportunity to choose to move what matters when you start with the end in mind when you have that clarity because when you don't have that clarity you end up getting um, roped into other things that um, you know might not matter as much. So it's kind of like and the ideal week here this concept is kind of like having a budget. I think most of us can relate to that Um, but you get to choose how to spend your time instead of how you spend your money and just like any old budget. Right, it's really cool because you're gonna spend it on paper first. Like that's the idea, and we all know that just because you have a budget doesn't mean you stick to it at all. Like me and my wife have had budgets forever around different things. Like, oh, this year we're gonna save up this much, or this year we're gonna, you know, make this vacation happen. Um, and then like the first month goes by, and we're like, mm, I don't like this budget at all. It's too confining. Um, or something comes up, like, mm, okay, the tires popped. Now we gotta spend money here. You know, it doesn't mean that the budget is a stupid idea right? It just means that life happens and you have to adjust and you always come back to what was our budget? Why did we do it? Um, and what was the, what's the plan now? Like, does the budget still, the reason we created budget is because something mattered to us, right? Um, either because, Hey man, (laughs) we got a hundred dollars to live this month and we got to make this hundred dollars work. Um, or we wanted to do something with, you know, what it is that we were going to create with, um, our money. You're always coming back to like, what's the reason What happened and then how are we going to adjust, right? It doesn't mean that the budget is poop. And so the same thing is true here with your time. Just because life happens and things get thrown off doesn't mean that the ideal week is um, a bad concept as we're going to talk through here. It just gives you opportunity to keep coming back to, to get grounded in like, why did I construct my week this way? What happened and how can I get closer to it? But it starts with how do I construct my week? So we're going to start with that. And again, I have to make sure I bring us back to our definitions. Because remember, this isn't about being productive. This is about being um, effective. And productivity is about how much I can do with the time I have. And that's really powerful. But what um, is, is really important to remember is it sits by, side by side with this other realm, which is effectivity. And this is how much impact can I have? How much can I accomplish with the time that I have? And so you're going to – when you come from effectivity, it's going to impact your productivity. When you come from being really clear about what you need to accomplish – then what you need to do is going to shift because you might find that what you need to do um, changes. There might be There's usually one thing that has more impact on everything else and it takes care of some of the rest. So that's why this is so important. And again, we had three mindsets that we were coming from last week. And one of the mindsets was, what is it that I need to accomplish? We're starting from that place. Like, what is it that I need to accomplish? The second one then is, based on what do I need to accomplish, um, what's the most important action to move what matters? And this is a question that can be asked at any moment. It's a consistent question, a priority. It's ongoing. You're constantly asking, okay, based on what I need to accomplish this hour or this day or this morning, um, what do I need to do now that moves, you know, what matters most? Like that's a constant question. But before you even begin your week, it's totally helpful to frame what matters across life and how you plan to commit time to it. So that's where we're going to spend some time here because this is different than putting appointments on a calendar. Appointments are really just plans to do something. But what about the calendar itself? What about the container or the map that you're putting appointments on? I call it that because my son, even just this morning, he was looking at my um, wife's running uh, plan. She's, she's uh, training for a marathon and she's trying to qualify for Boston Marathon. And So she's got this running plan and he just walked up to me. He's like, where's my show and tell on this map? And I thought it was kind of funny. Well, for two reasons. One is because he thinks everything applies to him. Um, And two, he's four. By the way, I don't think he's like, you know, 16. He's four. Everything applies to him because that's just where his brain is at. And two, uh, he called it what it is, right? I mean, it's just a map that outlines time that you can like begin to route your, you know, plans around. And so that's really what we're going to be like focusing on. And most of us have like these blank maps, like we have these calendars because that's, you know, how it shows up for us. And blank is good if, you know, you've just got some to-dos, but you need something stronger when you have big goals, especially when you're a manager, when you're a director, when you're an executive, and it's not enough to have a blank calendar and just think about your calendar as before work, during work, after work, and weekend. Like that's how we do it. You know, we just, we kind of already intuitively know like, oh, this is the time before work, right? This is getting the kids out the door, maybe getting a workout in. And then there's work time itself. Then there's just after work and what happens, happens. And then weekend is just this, you know, ambiguous space where stuff happens and we are trying to rejuvenate, but also probably catching up on old work. Like, no, no, that's not okay. That's not how it works. If that's how you're operating, um, you're losing a bunch of capacity. So here's the thing, is the container itself designed to set you up? For being on purpose. So I had that third mindset question which is what's my relationship to time and this is where it starts and here's how it works. So you know a few concepts here. The first concept is dividing your time into three areas or themes and I think this is really important. Now you can choose other areas or themes. I like three this is how I do it and so if I have a blank calendar for a week Um, what I do is I always like think about it from this place. You don't have to be rigid, but it's just a guide to give you planning. And I have three themes, um, for how I think about, um, planning my time. One is what I call go time. Um, and this is the time that I spend when I'm moving my work life forward, right? So, um, for me, which is different than you, I'm making podcasts, I'm writing blogs, I'm creating videos. I'm actually meeting with clients, uh, whether it's on the phone or on site, whatever. That's go time. Like I'm in action creating, I'm doing the work. Then I have what's called plan time, right? And for me, this is like that that time spent um, prepping to do all the go time stuff. It's planning. It's researching. It's um, outlining. It's maybe um, watching webinars to to actually do some um, skill building for myself. Um, It's meeting with my team. Um, I have a team now and I'm coordinating like plans with them. That's plan time. It is not go time for me. It's plan time. And then last but not least, I have charge time. And for me, like this is about like charge time is it could be rest. It could be nap. It could be fun. It could be happy hours. Um, it could be doing something that I love like skiing. Um, it could be charge time like working out, um, something that I know is going to, you know, uh, do something good for me. It really doesn't matter. Um, the point here is that I'm not working. I'm not. It's not go time. It might stimulate in the process ideas I have because that's typically what happens. But that's not the point. I'm doing it because um, you know there's there's something I want more for my life. I got to keep charging myself, my body, my spirituality, my relationships. Okay. Now that's how I think about those. People have different names for it. Um, there is a, a fantastic um, uh, thinker out there, productivity thinker named Michael Hyatt. He thinks about it from three places. He thinks about what he calls front stage time, um, which is you know the go time. Backstage time, which is really planning time. And offstage time, which is rest. Um, so he's got kind of a different way of thinking about it. Uh, it. So call it what you want. I don't think you need to have a name for it. I'm just giving it self-language because, I, you know, I need to be able to call it something. So for me, it's go time, plan time, and charge time. So um, so the first step for you is really just dividing your time, thinking about it. What are the And I wouldn't do more than like, you know, three to four themes. Like, what are those themes? And what kinds of things, what kinds of activities go in them? The next thing that you do now is, now that you have your themes in place, so feel free to use mine and see what they what they do for you, is now you actually sit with pen to paper on your calendar and you frame your time. Now this is, again, your ideal week. So you're not going to be doing this every single week. You're not like, oh, this week I'm going to do it this way. I want you to sit down and really think, like, if I could have the week the way I want it, if I could design the, the week that's going to support my purposes the most. Here's how I would chunk up my time, okay? So that's how this works. Now, again, this isn't what's reality. This is what you want um, in an ideal world because you have to start there. That's where purpose comes from. And so um, you can do it by day. So on my calendar, it's by day across the week. So my calendar looks like um, planning time is Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, I'm sorry, Mondays and Fridays. That's my plan time. I try to reserve in my world, um, you know, the entire day to planning stuff. My go time is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, as much as possible. So that's when I'm actually busy doing some stuff. So you can see the front of the week, I'm getting prepped for the week. The back of the week, I'm wrapping things up um, and thinking about the next week. And then my recharge time, my charge time is Saturdays and Sundays. Um, So that's where I'm going to be putting up a whole bunch of different activities, especially because we've got um, two young ones. And so, again... um, you know, it's thinking about what's ideal for you. You could do it by hour, which is fine too, um, as long as you're really thoughtful about like this is how my ideal week would be. Don't worry about like ah, it's not going to be like this, or it's never going to be like this. And I want you to just notice that right now. Whenever we come up with a standard, whenever we come up with a goal, whenever we come up with an idea, whenever we come up with a hope, whenever we come up with a future, for some of us, some of the time, what gets pushed up just by default because of the way our brains are wired is disappointment um because that's what's happened to us like we really wanted that thing for christmas we really wanted that thing for our birthday we really wanted that you know grade on that test and it didn't happen like we've all had those experiences every single human being has had one of those experiences and like i'm not trying to make this a therapy session i'm just trying to point out that it's supernatural when um we start to think about what something could look like um the what ifs, the I doubts, the it'll never happen, kind of a you know um, visual or thought just pops up. So just notice that it pops up. Put your arm around it and be like, "Hey, what's up, buddy?" And then move forward. You know, like because it's just gonna happen. The rest of your life as a leader, um, as a human being, that's just what shows up. It's not a big deal, um, but just note it's there. How you're framing your calendar is up to you. So sometimes um, when I first started this, I did it by hour, especially when I was working in an organization. And so for me, um, it would start with like uh, my charge time was 5 to 6 um, a.m. or 5 to 7 a.m., sorry. And then my go time or my plan time was 8 to 10 in the morning. My go time was 10 to 5. And then I'd come back to charge time from – Six to eight in the evening, and then I would finish up with more go time from eight to 10. So that my time from five in the morning till 10 at night had chunks of where things were supposed to belong. Like I could let go and know that no matter what, like, you know, six to 8 p.m. was charge time. Like I I just knew it was coming. And so I wasn't going to think about work. I could put my phone away. And the reason I could put it away is because I knew from eight to 10 p.m., I was going to have more plan time right like that's just how I did it so what it did is it freed my mind up to know that I had time to do and handle stuff I had time to charge I had time to plan I had time to do what I needed to get done and you know this can be totally fluid and what I mean by that is again like I want you to create the ideal I want you to to play with it um you're not going to change it every week because what changes will be the actual experiences that you have but you can be fluid uh you know, this is your life and you are the author of your story and that map, this ideal week is your story. And so, you know, try it out for we're going to we're going to keep going but try this out for a couple weeks, try it out for a month. Um and and change it. Also be fluid with how you set things um across. Like, I know for me I just said, you know, that Mondays and Fridays are my plans, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays are my goes, but you know, there are times when I know I'm entering a period I'm entering a period for like the next month or two where things are going to ramp up. And so what I might do is, you know, I might put that like, you know, Mondays and Tuesdays are long days for me. Like I might start at five and end at midnight on Mondays and Tuesdays um, and then know that Wednesdays and Thursdays are shorter. I'm going to be waking up at six and going to bed at 10, right? So like it's still ideal because I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I'm leveraging how I want to do things. how the actual week plays out is different, but I'm just calling out that you get to design it. Like you have 24 hours. So make sure that you've thought about all those hours, even if it's sleep, like really be clear about how you're going to spend your time. Now, this is when you're really up to something big. If you're not up to anything big, if you're just like living, like my son, Wilson, he's four. My daughter, Sienna, she's almost eight. Um, like they don't, need that right like that's just not they just need to know like when to get up you know when to eat their cereal and then when to go to school and then like they're gonna get shuttled somewhere like they don't they don't need that when I was like maybe um, 18 I'm not sure that I fully needed that but when I started to especially um, get into a management role I needed more structure and when I got into the role of being a director and a senior director I needed that structure Big goals, big ambition, your actions have to match it, which means your structure has to match it. And so big goals require big structure. So I just want you to take what I'm saying and apply it with the context in which you're living your life. Make sure that it feels relevant. So we've got these concepts of, you know, thinking about dividing your time into maybe go time, into plan time, into charge time. And then you begin to chunk out your calendar based on how, not knowing what you would do, but how you would frame your ideal week. Like where would go time occur? Where would plan time occur in an ideal week? Where would charge time occur in an ideal week? Um, Day by day, like just really calling it out. I know for me, again, just, you know, you might have like a small bit of plan time on a Sunday night. So whatever that looks like, just really being conscious about it. Um, And then the last piece here then would be to focus your time. And so once you have that in place, then you're able to begin to think about like what kinds of appointments would go in these slots. And I'd want you to put those in there. And again, this is where you're actually going to be doing the work. So for me, usually like on a Sunday, what I begin to do is I begin to, um, you know, uh, you know, put appointments in slots. And I think what's important about this is you've designed a container. So the old me would be like, oh, I'm gonna do Taibo from six to 7am every single day. Right? Like, that's what I do. I could do Taibo. Um, remember that Taibo, Billy, Billy Blanks, that guy was awesome. He was awesome. I uh, I tried to be Billy. I just remember that. That was like a an old like early two thousands thing. It was pretty cool. I do not do Taibo anymore. I don't know if anybody does Taibo anymore. Um, I probably just do Taibo more. Like if I'm out in the world and I'm dancing and some Taibo just comes out, and people are like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm Um, I need to bring that back. But the new thing, the the new way of thinking would be really to like frame my charge time. And my charge time might be like from 5.30 to 7 a.m. Now, um, what's been different for me now that I've upped the ante and have more in my life is I know that charge time is 5.30 to 7 a.m. on certain days. And so from 5.30 to 6, I know I'm doing two things. I'm getting dressed and I'm aligning and getting inspired for the day. So I am getting dressed and I'm getting aligned and inspired for the day. And then from 6 to 7, it might have something like you know, beat my heart rate target um, by 10 beats per minute. 10 beats per minute in Tybo today from six to seven and I want you to listen to how I'm framing that too so um, it's not just Tybo is happening from six to seven there is a time frame in which I'm charging and then I'm intentionally putting in what I want to accomplish in that time frame and again I've got a podcast you can check it out on creating accomplishment statements I've got a great I'll I'll make sure you get the links in the show notes Um, but again listen to how it's being framed right I'm gonna beat my heart rate target by 10 beats per minute, you know, um, in Taibo today from six to seven. So I'm really thinking about what is it that I'm gonna do, you know, to to accomplish something. And I think this is important. It's not the amount of time that you have that's as important as your intention with your time. And in my ideal week, I start my day by charging. Uh, sometimes I don't get to, but in my ideal week, I would start my day by charging. And this is what I do. This is what I would plan to do to charge up is get aligned and inspired for the day by doing something meditation or looking at my calendar and what I want to accomplish and then beating my heart rate target, um, you know, in Taibo, right? Like I'm not just doing tai bo. You don't want to just, that's what's so important about it. You don't just, we're going to talk about accomplishment statements more, but you don't just show up to something. It's the difference between like going to the gym and training the like two different mindsets, right? You get to accomplish things. So, um, We've got these three different areas. We put them in our calendar and then we begin to put what we have to do, what we want to accomplish more specifically into those time slots. So those are the three things. I've got three areas, you know, go time, plan time, charge time. I put those areas in my calendar across the week or by day. And then I begin to put what I want to accomplish almost like appointments, but kind of changing the context of not what I'm going to do, but what I'm going to accomplish in that time into those boxes right? That's what we're doing. And, it, and it's going to make a, it makes a huge difference for me. It makes a huge difference for those who I've talked to who have tried something similar. And I know it's going to make a huge difference for you. Cause again, what I get to do is think about what is it that I need to accomplish with the time that I have. And it really gets me focused on what then what I do, because what I would do is going to change based on the circumstances that might be happening around me. And again, three things. This is just your ideal week, But you got to start there if you're wanting to become more effective Um, and you can start to see like what when you have an ideal week you can begin to see what gets in your way and you can begin to problem-solve and adjust whereas if you didn't have it you wouldn't know and you just feel at at mercy uh, you know too, at victim to what's you know in front of you so um, this helps you begin to see what gets in your way so you can make some adjustments and problem-solve you can begin to communicate it because you're the only one that's responsible for your calendar you're the one that has to take responsibility. The world doesn't care about your ideal week. The world doesn't care about your goals. The world doesn't care about your schedule. I mean, not to be cold or callous. It just, they don't, they don't, it doesn't. It doesn't. Other people don't because they have what matters to them. So it's up to you to take responsibility. So now you can begin to communicate this out, whether it's, you know, to your families, you're trying to figure out charge time, to your kiddos, uh, you know, to your, um, to your boss, uh, to your team. And then finally, it gives you power. And it gives you the power of direction. And I'm not saying it's going to give you the power to do and be able to keep your ideal week every single week because that's not going to happen. Um, You know, fake laugh here. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Like, it totally won't. It just won't. Um, But it gives you the power of knowing intentionally what is it that you're trying to create, right? That's the direction. And it's like having a goal. Like, you know, just having it isn't enough. But you know what? Having goal is powerful. 85% – I read um, uh, a report. 85% of, of U.S. citizens, of Americans, they don't even have goals. So that tells you something, that you're one of the 15% that do. And you know what? You know, what makes a goal powerful is writing it down. And what makes it more likely that you're going to achieve that goal is writing it down and then sharing that you have that goal, right? Because you keep upping the ante. You're putting the power out there. And you know what makes it more powerful? It's having a goal, is writing it down, is sharing it, and then getting accountability partners, someone who's going to, to check on you or even getting a coach that ups it or being around other people who are engaged in a similar goal. All of that increases the likelihood that you're going to achieve your goal, that you're going to stay committed to your goal. So the same thing is true here. It's the exact same thing. It's like having a goal and writing it down and sharing it and having an accountability partner. It's like having a budget and then coming back to you, coming back to it. That's the concept here. Having the ideal week is the same concept, but it's about your time and how effective you're going to be with your time. All right, that's the thought for the week. Um, i 'm going to include in the show notes here um, a link to be able to take a look at a, an example of uh, my ideal week and give you an idea about how you can frame it for yourself with uh, maybe a blank t- blank template and you can try it out for yourself and I would really love to hear back from you so because I know that um, For me, it makes a difference to know the kind of impact I'm having, and I know all of you wake up every single day trying um, to make a difference in this world, and what I don't want is that you spend time having to just make things work, right? I want you to move what matters. So with that, I'm excited about this um, journey around personal effectiveness. Next week, we're going to talk about some of the rituals then that you might engage in to move forward this ideal week. All right, talk to you next week.